Hey everyone, welcome to the new media show. My name is Todd Cochran. Of course, I'm uh, joined by my co-host, Mr. Rob Greenlee. Rob, how you doing? I'm doing terrific, Todd. Great to be uh, back again. Boy, these these uh, days go by fast between episodes. It's hard to remember sometimes what we talked about last uh, last Wednesday and what we're going to talk about today. <laughs> yeah, and when you're a little bit of a week separation, it's it's uh, right. it's a it, you know it's a little easier to to stay concentrated on what's actually happened. Sitting yeah. here. But uh otherwise I, I think, you know, I'm just uh this past week, I don't know, I, I woke up Friday and I was like, Where did this where did this week go? You know, it just was shoot, and it was gone. Here we are already on an August one. I'm just like what's going on? August. You know, I know it's exactly it's like you know, I and here in Michigan I'm starting to think, I wanna have to start thinking about getting give her a couple months but getting some my pants back out you know <laughs> you know it's not it's you know it'll be warm here in, into you know late september but i'm just like oh my god it's like this this 2020 we just might as well take it and flush 2020 down the toilet it's uh right oh it's, yeah it's been a real doozer of one hasn't it it has and you know i've got um some real suffering is starting to happen too. And, uh, there's, you know, I've got friends in Hawaii who, um, they're, they're locked down still. They're making people quarantine until the end of, uh, end of August. You can't come yeah. there as a tourist and it, it's devastating. I mean, absolutely brutally devastating and businesses. Now I, I'm seeing businesses here starting, you know, they were able to withstand a certain extent, but, uh, the governor in this state has just been brutal to businesses. And, um, I think the ramifications of this whole thing is we've yet to see it all. Oh yeah. I think it, well, and, and what, as of today, the, the unemployment benefits fire. So, um, well, or, or the bonus, the bonus money, but maybe that'll motivate some people to go back to work because I was talking to someone that was, um, in the healthcare space right. and specifically some folks that went out on sabbatical from nursing homes right. and they, re they said, Oh, I've got kids and I got family and blah, blah, blah. I don't want to come to work. And the, the they wanted them back to work, but now that the, the extra money is out, maybe some of those folks will be more motivated to go back to work. That's if there's any job for them to have, right? Well, I think, yeah. You know, um, the individual <laughs> I knew, there's a huge shortage. They took 12 of their nurses and they sent them to Emerald, Texas to supplement a nursing home down there um, just because people are calling out. So, yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. I guess that's just one field of many. Yeah, right. Well, I saw here um, the last couple of days some more detailed information came out about the SiriusXM deal, and some more information came out about Spotify as earnings calls happened. So there's some interesting little tidbits in some of these numbers. Yeah, Spotify's uh, still losing money, right? <laughs> well, yeah. Well, they did show that they have, uh, what, 299 million monthly active users. Uh, 29% from a prior year and 62 million have uh, listened to a podcast 
on that that's, platform. That's uh, that really puts a bumper in uh, Tom Webster's data, doesn't it? <laughs> if sixty-two million people have listened on on Spotify, that's higher than what's listened in regular podcasts and Apple Podcasts and so forth. Yeah. So I guess it depends on how they're counting that, right? Right. <laughs> it's it's all the devil's in the details, right? Right. I'm sure it's not IEB certified uh, counting method. <laughs> well, you know, they do have client side data, so it should be pretty good. It should be pretty good information. Now, do they count people twice or once or? Well, do they count just by clicking the, the play button or? Do oh, they, right. You know, what's the, what's the buffer on that? My guess yeah. is that if you've even touched a play button around a podcast, it's getting counted. Well, I'll take, you know, that's 62 million. That just, you know, that's, that, uh, that's a big number. It's a big number. It's good. Yeah, It, it says it's up what? 19% from, I don't know if that's the prior quarter or. Yeah, I didn't, I, I haven't got that particular yeah. article open, yeah. right. but it's also being rumored. Oh, go ahead. Well, their catalog has got 1.5 million shows. Mm-hmm. It says of which 50% of them were launched in 2020. <laughs> yeah. Well, mm. that's probably not, that's probably not, that, that actually kind of makes sense. Todd, when that, you think about but they, it. But they left out a very important fact. How many of right. those are still active shows? Well, yeah, of course, of course they're not going to say that. But if you think about it, I think what, 2019 i think we were at like what 800,000 yeah probably and then since you know since the end of the year i think it's grown you know but you know if you go back and start looking at active shows the number of active shows has not increased that much so have you gone in and looked at uh, daniel's uh, page yet on the active stuff yeah i haven't looked I haven't, at it i haven't looked at his shows in, in Looked at his yeah, site maybe a month, but yeah, I kind of yeah, know what we internally see. Yeah, yeah. So, so I, it would be interesting to pop over there and take a look at that. But um, I do define an active show that's produced a new episode in the last ninety days. Yeah, right. So, right. yeah, but they uh, it said podcast revenue is small. Todd, you know that on 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 Spotify. Well, of course, because the re. <laughs> okay, so what is revenue offset on Spotify? That's they the don't real talk about that. No, right. they don't. Revenue small because they have a limited number of shows that they own, and right. then they're going to. And they've been paying a lot of money for content, a lot, mm-hmm. millions of dollars, and then you look at it in reverse. Do they? I guess the question is, when do they start monetizing against us? That's the question. Well, it does say that uh, what revenue they are getting is outperforming other advertising on Spotify. Why so. is that surprising? <laughs> you know, it's we've we've right. known we've known this for fifteen years. Right, right. So, and all, yet all we have yet was, yet yet we have a measurement problem. Right. For, and all this data is on the podnews.net. Yeah. And a newsletter. So if you want to go over and check that out. Actually, I, I got uh, Mr. James Cridlin booked to be on our show next Wednesday. Oh, awesome. You know, I'm a little, I woke up late this morning, Rob. 
Actually, I woke up really late this morning. I hit the alarm clock. I, I sleep into Saturdays to 8 a.m. That's a, but I hit the alarm clock and I woke up at 1030. <laughs> I never sleep in ever. So I'm already grumpy. So I, just per, just be prepared today. I'm going to be, a, I guess, a bit of an ass when it comes to some of these numbers. <laughs> <laughs> just be prepared. Yeah, just just a fair warning, audience. Just a fair warning. Uh, right. I shouldn't be grumpy. I got two and a half hours extra sleep. No, Todd, <laughs> you should be uh, ready to go and well should, rested. Should, should, and... I didn't get no breakfast. That's the problem. Oh, that's it. Yeah, that's it. low Ch- blood sugar. Levels. Yeah, that's, that's the in the red. I'm sure the Red Bull is helping <laughs> <laughs> on an empty stomach. Yeah. But, you know, uh, hey, did you know podcasting is finally big business? I know. I did see that article. <laughs> like, it's, uh, it, what it, and the DW, which I, I believe right. is a German publication, right? So, you know, I, I, I think they refer to it as, you know, just these deals and all this stuff that's going on and the content deals and, um, you know, and talks about the platforms and so forth and the money being spent. And, you know, I just, uh, matter of fact, um, I had, uh, taken, a, we get a revenue report that's published every day, but I don't usually look at it until the end of the day. And I looked at our revenue report today and I'm like, Oh, it's mean, pretty good month. You know, a decent month. It's been a decent year so far looking at growth and, um, I think that um, just based on the space, it's all kind of spread out. We all get a little bit of it, of, of you know, new business coming in. But, you know, the real money still is in all these content deals, you know, in comparison. That hasn't always been the case, though. I, I mean, the early days of this meeting was all about the technology, right? That's, right, that's right. where the value was. Yeah. Content was always seen as high-risk investment. Yeah. And for some, I think it still is a bit of a high risk, but I think for some, they're doing very, very well. And definitely things have switched on that. I'm not sure that technology is quite as valued as much, though the the acquisition price for um, Simplecast was disclosed. At 28 million. million. That's, that's an incredible number. Based on what I know the size of their business was, that was, that's, that was and for me, that is like, that's big news. Right. You know, if, if they, if they got acquired for 28 million, wow, that was many multiples of revenue. I mean, like many, many multiples of revenue in my, in my, it just based on simple math, you know, so that's, that bodes well for if someone ever comes to try by me, I guess. Yeah. Or you, you guys get a billion dollars. We get a billion dollars. Is that right? Well, you know, if you look at the, look at the multiple they use for simple cast, you guys are probably worth, oh, let me, let me do the math. Let me think about that. Hey, you guys, probably. you guys would be worth at least. I'm just doing, I got to got to quick do the math here because I'm just thinking about the multiple. Uh, and again, it's an incredible multiple. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah. I'm not sure what that would be. Well, you just have to do the, if you do the math based upon how many customers, how many hosting customers they had, and there's some other right. stuff that has to go into that too, but let's see here. Yeah. You guys, so you, you, know, you guys should yes, be. How many, yeah. So how many hosting customers do you think they had? I, I know, but I'm not going to say. You're not going to say. No. Okay. But, well, it's, it's, it, anyone can do this. This is not a hard thing. You just, you have to do some trolling of the data. You got to look at where the media origination comes from. Well, our, our number of customers is public information. Right. So. Because you're a public company. So you guys right. release that information. Right. 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 And We're around 70,000. Right. Now, granted, you know, we, we always say we have between 70 and 80,000 customers, but they're not all paying. Because there's a segment of them that use our free stats. The PowerPress plugin, yeah. Right, well, sure. the, it's a common. Well, we we more look at the stats, stat right. number, stats users, and hosting customers, and then there's a combination thereof, and then right. PowerPress. So, so we don't have as near as many hosting customers as you guys have, you know. But I yeah. think that uh, knowing, kind of knowing, just by looking at the the metadata of where Simplecast was, they, they, they did very, very well on their deal. I mean, they did very well. I, I, I want to figure out who the M&A firm is that they <laughs> hired because I'm going to hire them. That, that's a great number. And congratulations to them. They get 28 million bucks. Fantastic. Super payday for those folks. Right. Well, and that was a paid platform too. So that's even, it is good too. I mean, Anchor, who knows Anchor? <clears throat> what anchor sold for. I don't think we'll ever know exactly what anchor was sold for. Cause it's probably a lot of, a lot of fuzzy numbers flying around there. Well, um, I think that what was settled be was between 75 and 125 million. Yeah. For anchor for, for a platform that wasn't bringing in any revenue. No revenue. To speak of. <laughs> right. And you know, I, there's no reason why if you guys were ever to be looked to be acquired, you, you guys would be anything less than 500 to 750 million based upon these, these, these multiples people are paying. Right. You know, so I that, that's just, that. that's just my guess, you yeah, know? Right. Yeah. So. You know, because you publicly, publicly say what your revenue numbers are. And if we apply symbol cast type of multiple. multiple. Right. Yeah. Or anchor. That, uh, anchor, you guys are worth like $2 trillion. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I just 2 billion. Yeah, I'm, I'm joking here, but. <laughs> well, but, but there is a factor too, that the higher that dollar amount gets to the fewer potential. Buyers, um, right. Yeah. Suitors are, right. Right. So. That's and, the other side of it. And being that, uh, you know, Sirius and Pandora both shot their, shot their shot, then who's left to buy stuff? Does it, then does it come back to the way I look at it is, is, well, who do we have left? Well, we have television left, television people left to buy podcasting company. So we, there's, there's a few other players there that could yeah, get involved. Yeah, sure. Right. And so there's a rumor flying around about one of them right now. Okay. Maybe I'm not in on that rumor. <laughs> so we got big, big, big e-commerce company. Oh yeah. 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 Well, we, 
You guys already announced that Amazon's doing stuff. No, no, no. But the acquisition. Oh. Oh, they're buying somebody? Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. I've heard rumors that they might be I, looking. Oh, that's interesting. Now, on the other part, I, I do know that without saying too much, that there is going to be some delays of some rollouts because of what's going on in the world. Yeah. So, you know, not all, not all, the expansion is not as, some expansion is not going to happen as fast as many of us want, but. Yes. I'm being very but that vague. happens though. I mean, I mean, that happens. Things get pushed back, changes in priorities. And yep resources and all sorts of things. Um, but in the end, Rob, we're all talking about this big money and the rest of those listening to us are just rolling their eyes saying, you guys are just hoping to get rich. And really it isn't that case, you know? No. I think even, you know, in reality set forth, if someone came in to buy, to buy Blueberry, there would have to be a long conversation about compatibility, how we take care of the podcasters, take care of the staff, I mean, there's, there's, there's talks, talks between companies going on all the time. Right. So, you know, there has to be, you know, there has to be some synergy. Just can't, you know, you just can't have your eyeball on the, on the, on the cash. Yeah. Because you have to be able to function together. And not only that, to, you got to make sure that the podcasters can remain happy and right. you take care of them and all that stuff that goes on. So, right. you know, it's and I, not as simple as it seems. Right? No, not at all. And I think that uh, in the end, what we need to figure out and what's severely lacking in this is all this money is being spent. You know, look at the crazy amount of, I mean, insane amounts of dollars. I, I, I'm happy for the space, but the content creator isn't getting shit. Yeah. You know, the well, did you see the, the quote um, from the Sirius XM CEO, Jim Meyer? Yeah. Who said, you know, I don't know what the viability is of podcast as a standalone business. That was a direct quote. Uh, or, or no, it was, oh wait, no, the Sirius XM CEO said, I believe that the podcasting game is in its first inning. That's what the right. Sirius XM CEO said. The chief content officer, Scott Green, Greenstein, um, said, I don't know about the viability of podcasting as a standalone business. The business of podcasting is very nascent. Yep. And, and I mean, you can tell by the numbers, not many podcasts do very significant numbers. Oh, so they're just figuring this out. Well, here, you know, and, and you're also very insignificant numbers on a single platform. Think about, think, look at your stats, ladies and gentlemen, and look at how many views or listens or downloads you get on Sirius. It's, it's well, Sirius is just, just getting into the game. I mean, it was Pandora. I, well, I, I mean, it was Pandora. Uh, but, but, but let's, 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 uh, let's just talk about it though. Right. They, they don't even break out in the top 10. No. Uh, uh, well, they, well, frankly, they don't have much content. No. Well, no, they got, they've got a huge, they've got a huge number of, well, Pandora doesn't have a huge number of shows. Right, exactly. 
Right. That's one. So, you know, yeah. we can go around the block here and, and talk about, you know, the, the other company that's out there. You know, iHeart, I bet you they, I bet you the content statement is the same. Yeah. Because iHeart doesn't get shit for downloads for, or, you know, they, they don't even, they, man, they, they promote that. So it's amazing how much money they spend promoting and then how little impact it has across the board on a global scale on how many, how much, how many people download and listen to a show on, on those platforms. Yeah, they can make all this big, big news and information, but who's winning? Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. But Spotify numbers were down for us two months right. consecutively. Yeah, I was. Uh, I attended that uh, that global summit um, with Rain. Yeah, it, it was a virtual event that happened a couple of days ago, and the 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 uh, founder and CEO of Simplecast was there. I think, I think it's Brad Smith. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was talking about how, you know, this whole targeting thing and, and about how the industry needs to move away from the download. <laughs> of course. Um, so you can kind of see, you know, a little bit around corporate philosophy in the direction that Simplecast was shooting towards and how that was, that could be seen as a, as an alignment with a serious XM, uh, Pandora type of a solution. Because because downloads don't pay the bills for them, they have right. to change the narrative, right? And in the end, devalue the product, so they right. they can get their six dollar CPMs on Remnant and just run it as part of inventory, right? So, so it's it's the whole view that he was talking about during during his session about trying to move towards a, a unique uh, listener. Right, trying mm-hmm. to trying to go go down that path, and and this was a topic in the IAB discussion, right, around the metric, you know, is around yeah. is around you know, do we shift away from downloads? Talk about listens and audience, and mm-hmm. there, there's some really credible reasons why you don't want to do that. Yep, in this medium, um, but yet that narrative is continuing, especially with the streaming platforms, because they all think that they're doing streaming with this stuff right and they're not you know it's this kind of a little bit of a deception about what's you still there oh the train going by he had to mute (laughs) (laughs) well let's hear it so i was trying to log in here i'm trying to get to my stats dashboard my master stats dashboard see here uh, so yes so the effort to change the conversation away from downloads is 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 continuing and and as you think about these streaming platforms um that's that's how they they think right they're mm-hmm. trying to get and they're able to get client-side data that's that's the side to it and that's part of where this discussion is coming from, right is that they can get that um considered streaming type of data out of their platforms where but most of the hosting platforms can't podcast hosting platforms get that data right so yeah 
I, you know, I just, it's, and again, in the end, it goes back to how do you sustain this space? Because the independent content creators have got to be made whole at some point. And uh, I really think it's a, it's a, something we have to really consider. Well, and is it going to more and more move towards, I mean, these deals that we're seeing, is it <clears throat> moving towards more of a hit driven media, right? And but it's not hit. Goes, There's not so, no such thing, Rob. No, I know, but that's, that's the mental philosophy that these music streaming platforms have is hit driven, right? Yeah. Large, larger media companies have, that is their, they want to work with the most popular shows. They want to work with the ones that have the biggest scale. That's their focus. Mm-hmm. They're not really set up or think about um, offering indie content across uh, hundreds of thousands of shows. What right. they want is like top 200 shows. Yeah. So, and, and that's, that's not necessarily good for podcasting and it's actually very short sighted on their part. They, they don't really, I mean, at least Spotify gets that mm-hmm. side, right? It yep. took us years in convincing them because they started out like Pandora did looking for the hits. Right. So, you know, what they're, it, Spotify gets it and you can see the impact of that. Spotify's captured a large share of the market uh, where serious Pandora's strategy hasn't. I'm trying to get to my master dashboard here. I, and I, have this all locked in in my other machine because I was just going to, there we go. Now I, um, I had to remember the master password. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Here. Is that the right one? Uh, or is it that one? What are you trying to get into? I'm trying to get to the point where I can talk about the, you know, I'm going to bring up, I've got the information here where I can actually bring up the, um, you know, talk about percentages and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's the right button. Yes, click that. Should be able to log in. Now, what's re- what happens right now is the, the button I just hit caused uh, my server farm to launch about five more servers <laughs> because I, <laughs> I have the master access to all 80,000 shows. <laughs> oh, okay. And so it spun up your instance. Yeah, because uh, it, it, it took about three seconds or five seconds here because you know, now, now I'm looking at, uh, 82,563 shows, <laughs> a global wow. view. Uh, so let's look at July and, uh, let's look at, what do you want to know about July? <laughs> um, let's look at probably the most important thing that's out there is Let's 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 just look at the world and see where consumption is today in the world. And I think I just caused ten more servers to be launched because I've got the loading <laughs> button on the. <laughs> it's querying the database. <laughs> It'll take a when you're doing these types of big queries. It 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 takes a little yeah. bit to get the data back. Oh, it does. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Is that on? The Amazon Web Services? Yeah, it, yeah, it is. Yeah. So there's the information. So I've got 237 countries. <laughs> Didn't really realize there was that many uh, countries. Oh, what am I doing here? Back up. 
click this again. And world. And I'll just give you like the top 10. That's right. according to us. So United States, Canada, United Kingdom, Brazil, Australia, Germany, Japan, Czech Republic, France. Um, that is what we see at least in the, in the top 10 from, from our company. And more than 50% of that was the United States. Mm -hmm. So, I'm waiting for it to load again. I was going to tell you which one the smallest one was. Why is it doing that? It's denying me some access, so I have to talk to Angelo. So let me talk about clients. See if I can give you the top 10 clients. Wrong button. Yeah, are you going to show it on the screen? No. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 this is Intel that you have to pay for. Oh, okay. We don't sell it though. You're going to drip it out. That's what you're going to do. Right, us, huh? right. Okay. I got it. It'll be like Chinese torture. That, that's right. And so I'll wait for this client view to load. It's going to take a little bit again. It's crunching the numbers, I think. And I'm just doing, oh, there it is. So. Uh, Apple podcast. It's interesting. This is actually interesting. So Apple podcast is at 46.5%. iPhone podcast app and player though is another, uh, 19%. Then podcast Some addict 70 right there. Yeah. Podcast addict, Android smartphone from Believe it or not, Chrome Desktop is in this list, Chrome Mobile, Overcast, and Stitcher Radio for Android is in our, let's see what color is Stitcher Radio. Stitcher Radio globally, no, no, that's not it, it's the wrong color. Stitcher Radio for Android is at 2.3%. So it's not, not too bad globally still. All right. Overcast, 2.9. Chrome Mobile, 3.1. Chrome Desktop, 3.6. Android Smartphone, 4.4. Podcast Addict, 5.2. Out. So. Didn't hear. Yeah, did you say Spotify yet? No. No, of course not. Yeah. So, yeah. That's, uh, you know, that's just some of this little bit of itty bitty data there. Hmm. Itty bitty. Itty bitty. So how many uh, total shows are you showing right now? That was, I think I said 82,000 was the, that was some, that, we're, that we're measuring. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, no, I was talking about the whole space. Yeah, because yeah, you're keeping up, I mean, you're keeping a whole catalog. Right. So right. far as the whole space goes. Right. Um, let me look. And there's, again, there are some dupes here. As a matter of fact, we're in a heavy, heavy, heavy de-dupe mode right now. Oh, yeah, they've been de-duping. So my number's down. De-dupe number right now is uh, 1,346,171. Okay. 
So we deduped about 70,000 shows. Because I basically have been frustrated because we've been way ahead. I mean, really way ahead, like 100,000 ahead of some of the other reported numbers out there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, we're also deleting shows that are dead. I mean, like there are no feed and either there's no episodes. No, no episodes. So mm-hmm. we're removing, matter of fact, we removed a massive number of shows that had no feed and no, uh, um, so that, that's part of, and we're, we're way ahead of, uh, that in the Apple sphere because Apple is, doesn't delete, they only delete incrementally a little by little. They don't want their number going down. So if they had 1.5 million in their registry and they add 5,000 shows, they only delete 2,000 shows to keep their number still going up. You never see the Apple podcast number go down. That would be bad from a recording standpoint. For us, we don't care. We got rid of all everything that was, you know, no feed or no media and deduped the, the actual podcast names by RSS feed and a whole bunch of stuff. So right now, 1,346,000 total. It's been a a year, a couple of years since Apple's released any numbers about the size of their catalog too, I've noticed. But you can get that from the API. Right. So. But publicly they haven't released. No. So yeah, we've removed a whole bunch of stuff. That numbers, I know that the, the team's been working on it. I haven't been in here because I hear the report in our daily discussions where they're running scripts and mm-hmm. you know, it's real tricky because you have to, well, the, the deduping is a, is a big effort. Just, just a big, 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 big effort. It, it, you know, I probably spent a couple of weeks dev time deduping the directory list. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is a big, effort yeah. there's lots of lots of variables you have to take into account yeah and, and if a person has a stats account and even though they're maybe they're still a customer and they've logged in in the past you know so many years we don't want to delete their even if their account even if their um, feed is offline and even if their media is offline they had a stats account we want to make but we make the we make the stats account inactive so it's not part part is part of our active count you know it's all these things and uh, and believe me database space has gotten we know we've got every episode in the system since 2005 that's mm-hmm. ever been produced in the podcasting space. So that's, that's a lot of entries. <laughs> right. So I think this is a pretty, pretty good number. 1,346,000 shows, viable shows where you can still subscribe to and, and listen to them, even if they're produced in 2006. So any other stats out, out of there of significance that you're seeing? Um, let's see here. Are, are, are smart speakers doing any better? Let me, I'm going to go reload this list. Because uh, Tom Webster did an article, I don't know if you signed in his newsletter this, this week, talking about um, the smart speakers. Yeah. If everything's worked right and I've got the right admin account, just logged in on her Angelo's account. So if any account has full access, his does. Again, it's loading. Let me see where I can find a smart speaker at. Don't know if I can give you a percentage. I can probably tell you where it's at in the list. 
because we get the raw numbers and then I have to, you know, put it in a spreadsheet and convert it. The field we haven't added. It's still loading. But I got a I got a historical the complete history of downloads. I know how many is in our system and I can't announce that either. <laughs> if I if I flip my if I hit take on the screen, I'd show this data on the screen and get fired. <laughs> you 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 would get fired? Yeah. Well, let's you know, it's there's certain stuff I'm probably allowed to talk about and share, but probably that's not a number that Right. The the team wants on the street. That's probably true. <laughs> um, but but just I, not, oh, go go ahead. But I will say that it is in the billions. Yeah. But. <laughs> wow, this is taking forever. So, I've noticed a couple other things um, bubbling around out there too. Uh, I saw an article from the folks from Pacific Content on on Medium and why your podcast needs a show Bible. I don't know if you've heard about this. Or no, not. I haven't. It's similar to a like a playbook about your podcast, mm-hmm. and it it looks like it's it's typically being done for consultants that are. That are working with clients, right? right? That are that are hired to be like leads of their their new podcast, right? Come up with the idea and do the research and do all this stuff. And I think it's an I mean, it's an interesting thing to think about from the standpoint is is probably be good for us to talk a bit about how I mean what a successful podcast looks like right now and how to build one, right? Because there's a lot of people getting into the space right now, and and are there you know little things that um, new people can do to increase their chances of finding an audience and being, being a success. You know, Mm -hmm. we talk about all all the time, how um, there's all these new podcasters coming to the medium, but they're, you know, a lot of them are going to pod fade and go away. But what if they had a a roadmap or, you know, that gave them a better chance of succeeding with their podcast. I, I think there's people out there that are trying to do that, right? There's a growing number of of podcast consultants or people that are taking on projects and, and leading them. And this is kind of what this article is about, is about you know how to go through a step of question to help you understand what your show is about, uh, who's it for, why are you making it, you know, what's the feel of it, what's the audio branding of it. Um, and how is it different than other podcasts that are trying to do the same thing? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I don't know what you think about those kinds of documents, right? And that's what, what it is. It's almost like a business plan for your podcast, right? Um, it's kind of what I equate it to. I, I think they get all fancy about how it's all this different, but it's really a business plan for your podcast. Right. Um, at the end of the day. And, I, you know, I know you and I have never done really anything like this um, for any of the podcasting that we've done, but it's a completely different podcast market now too, and very much more competitive now than it was back when we started. Um, I mean, Todd, if you think about it, um, if you were to have started Geek New Central like today, do you think that you could have achieved the same level of success? 
It was using the same methodology that you went through. Yeah. Think so. Yeah, absolutely. Because again, Geek News Central would have existed already if I was starting today. Right. It already had a base traffic level. If I go back to my 2004 traffic levels, it had some traffic level. So I would have started with the same velocity, at least if it was started today and had those traffic levels. Mm -hmm. So I probably would have jumped to five, six, 700 listeners right off the bat. But if I'd followed the same strategy, I, I, I think even today out of, and, and here's the, here's the crux of it. We see it because, well, we, 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 we have a phrase for it. We call it the blueberry way. And we know that shows that are, and this is specific, this is specific, this is a specific formula. Mm-hmm. We know that shows that are invested in their own websites are putting out content on their own website that start a podcast that um, use whatever they have for the current website, whether their list or with their, whatever, whatever they're, whoever they're connecting with, it just gives them this gives them a, a good kick head start. Now, if, if you're brand new and you're just launching your website today for the first time, yeah, it's gonna take a little longer to get going. But again, if you follow the methodology of you have to create more content than just your podcast content, you have to be able to put out periodic blog posts at least once a week about stuff that's going on that you talk about to build authority. Um, there's, you know, I, I've got a, a presentation I've given, I give it two years in a row about how to build your authority and user base and engagement in your podcast. And it's the formula that it's, it's, it's the formula we share with all our podcasters that we tell this is, this mm-hmm. is how you build an, does that, is it going to take, a week? No. No, this yeah. is this is a two-year right. Yeah, it's two years. And if you follow this and do the things we tell you to do, talk with radio, talk with TV, talk with newspaper, blog, do the social piece, potentially write a book from your content, all this stuff. Right. That's going to build you a successful show. If you are just having fun, you don't care about that. And that formula doesn't have, they don't worry about that formula. If you're just meeting with a friend and having, doing a show over beers and you're just having, you're just discussing and you you got your audience, they don't care about a formula right. to build their show. I mean, I think this show is a good example of, of a fairly loose strategy. Yeah. We, I mean, Sure, we're both professionals in the podcasting medium. We've both done successful shows and and have uh, worked with many and and in building successful shows. But this show is not necessarily a perfect example of what necessarily you should do. But I think we we come at this show a little bit differently. I mean, we definitely have a I think a philosophy about what we're doing with this show. Um, but it's it's kind of unique to us, though. Yeah, I don't know that a lot of other people could pull this show off the way we, but I'm not sure. I mean, what's your thought on this show, Todd? I mean, I mean, I've got my thought on it, but I mean, why has this show grown? I think because we're just brutally honest. 
And, you know, we get a, a periodic great guest on to talk about stuff. We treat people fairly. Um, it's, uh, you know, we just, we just share what we think and our observations. And we probably, you know, be honest with you, probably both of our companies cringe a little bit sometimes when we share so much. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. You know, and you know, they probably would wish I wouldn't say what I'm just about ready to say, you know, and because my client list finally loaded here. The servers are got they're pouring ice on them right now. Um, so if I count down here, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Guess what the twelfth most popular podcast app was in June for us? Twelfth most. Twelfth most. The Google app. The Google app. Guess what was 13th? Pandora? Spotify for Android. Guess what was 14th? Spotify for iOS. Now, if I combine Spotify for Android and Spotify for iOS combined, I take those two numbers, then that takes them to, let me go back up here. One, two, three, four, five, six. Put some seven for us. They would, uh, they would be the seventh most popular platform for us with iOS and Android combined. I break it out by Spotify, by um, Android, and by iOS. But still, remarkably to me, which is really, really, truly remarkable, maybe it's because we have such a heavy WordPress, PowerPress, slash player presence, Chrome desktop and Chrome mobile, um, in our list, this is shocking. If you, oh, if I add those numbers together, they're number two for us mm -hmm. in the amount of actual interactions. That's to me is that, that number's changed quite a bit over the last few months. I don't know where it's all coming from, but you know, so it's, it's, it's really surprising here what's going on. But if that's good news on the Google front, if they're, if they've at least for us moved up that far. Now, let me go to the bottom of the stack. I will tell you this number. Uh, Pod Puppy, Palm Classic, Zencast, Pocket Tunes, all globally for our platform got one download each. <laughs> I've never even heard of Pod Puppy. Don't even know who that is. <laughs> Remember Doppler? It got it got three. Podbreeze got four. Oh, Google TV horrible. Um, not, okay, you want to know about? Uh, so probably let, let's look see if I can find the Amazon device first. Where do they fall? Speaker. Yeah, stuff. smart speaker stuff. Oh, so. So believe it or not, at least in our system, Pandora for iOS and Pandora for Android is, and if I look at iHeart for radio, where's iHeart for Android? Where do they fall? Way down. No, iHeart for iOS. Holy crap. iHeart does better on the 
Android side than it does on the iOS. So if I look at those numbers combined, Pandora is better doing better by a significant amount than Pandora is combined. Oh, significant amount, double. Pandora is doing double, at least on our platform, what iHeart is doing. This would be a good, we ought to publish this report. This would, this make, would make people's, people, people don't want to see this report. Because this, again, this is 80,000 80, shows. This is a pretty good sample of what's really going on. Let me go down further. So again, I was looking for smart speakers. Oh my God, I got to keep going further. Well, I think it, what it is, Todd, too, is it's a testament to the strength of the, of the, um, of the, of the longstanding platform, right? They're yeah. holding on to their users. Um, you know, these new entrants are, are not really capturing that much. Apple TV is doing almost as much as iHeart's iOS app. Almost equal. Deezer. That's a visual experience. <laughs> Deezer. Deezer is doing almost as much as iHeart iOS. Roko's doing half of what iHeart's doing. Oh, there. So let me go. There's Kindle by Amazon. Oh, that's horrible. I mean, it's it, it's not even worth. So I'll, I'll tell you where the cutoff is to get. Well, Todd, go ahead. The other factor on this too is how many of the shows that you work with on your platform are actually in those catalogs too. That's a variable on this uh, as well. The right? high majority, you know, especially on iHeart. Is it? Is yeah. It? Okay. Um. Yeah, it's it's an interesting and that that would be a good exercise, Rob. But I don't want to do the the research on that to go and look and you know verify all those shows are on all those platforms, right? Because I would think that would be a metric against uh, what those numbers show. Yeah, you you'd be right. It'd be there be an offset, right? So I'm just looking at raw numbers with no, you know. So the break off. Just as as you can imagine, the we start at um, six digits for the top number network. So that means over a hundred million downloads for the top network. It very quickly goes to um, five digits. There's only one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, sixteen clients that do over between 1 million and 99 million downloads. There's only one client that does over a hundred million downloads. So when you say client, you're talking about listening. I'm talking about the iOS app, talking about podcast addict, Android overcast. So there's only 16 clients that do over 1 million downloads and then what span of time in a one month period. I'm looking at June numbers right now and only one client of at least in our system that we see do over a hundred million total downloads. Now, if you, if we go lower and and I go down to six figures, in other words, below 1 million, 
There's 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. There's an additional, so 20 additional clients that do between 100,000 and a million. So, so far that's 37 clients and then everything else is below, is, is down to actually, did I say that right earlier? Six figures? No, seven, eight, nine figures. What is a hundred? What's over a hundred million? That's nine figures. Right. Yeah. So over nine figures, there's only one client that does over nine figures. And then, um, below a hundred thousand, that's the rest. And I'm measuring a total, I'm measuring a total of 130 clients. That's the total we're seeing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Pod puppy is the lowest number. They have one. <laughs> um, yeah, I think the big takeaway, Todd, would be, it seems like just based on the numbers I'm hearing that Apple's not really losing share. They are in certain are segments. Yeah. So, okay. yeah. So if you, you know, they, it, it really depends on how you look at it. Um, I've got the calculation in here for the, the, we're not including it in totals right now, but the, the Apple watch problem, right? 5 million downloads on the Apple watch. That's over that if reported would be over counted. Right. But you're not counting. No. The Apple watch. No. Yeah. And we aren't either on, yeah. on, on Lipson. Yeah. But that's a, that's a 5 million download disparity that that's a 5 million download hit. Yeah. So, uh, what else, what else does it take away from these clients? You know, it just, it just goes to show though, the diversity of how people are, are listening. Dog catcher, G Potter. Pod kicker, RSS radio, eye catcher, Sonos. Sonos has a decent capture. Um, right. Opera browser, pretty bad. Right. Nokia, Podcruncher, Roku, Kindle by Amazon, iPodder. My God, that's juice. Still, people still using that. I know, amazing. Winamp. That was the original podcast hosting client or uh, uh, listening application. Okay. So here's a good one. Apple HomePod. Oh, wow. Okay. So let me give you some comparison. Now we're, we're talking about nine figures over a hundred million for Apple. I mean, for, um, yeah, Apple, right. Platform. Over, over a hundred million. And we don't include HomePod, which is an Apple product in the client list. Um, Apple HomePod, 6,704. <laughs> wow. So, you know, you cross, you, 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 you know, you take 80,000 shows and you need to do the math on that. Uh, yeah, pretty bad. Not even one download per, per show. Um, Blackberry's still in the, in the running place. Oh, you'll be happy to know. Zoom Marketplace. It's still, it's still, still working out there. Huh? Four, 4,697 downloads. Wow. <laughs> Those zoons are still rocking the podcast. Still rocking. Yeah. After what, all these nine, years, nine, 10 years. Yeah. Now, yeah. Being a dead platform. Zoom right. on windows media center. 1,168. 
<laughs> I'm the one that built that with Microsoft. Right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's, yeah. you know, yeah, it's, it's kind of amazing that not, you know, again, but if, once you get out of the, right. so let me go back to platforms and I'll give you the actual true breakdown when we group everything together. I'm waiting, <laughs> waiting for it to load again. <laughs> so again, it, but it makes me real, real happy that, okay, so here's the percentage. By this would be by iOS, Android, Windows, and then others. So iOS, sixty-five point two percent. Android, twenty-two percent. Windows, five point three percent. What we call multi-platform, two point seven percent, and others that are kind of like all grouped together. That would be like all the you know all the weird stuff, four point six percent. So iOS is still six sixty five percent. Yeah. As a whole, that's everything. That would be the the HomePod. That would be, you know, but that's also including iOS apps. That would be including Pocket Cast iOS. That would include iHeart iOS. That's really any iOS app. Right. So, what do you think uh, Apple's numbers would do if? Apple launched uh, an application on uh, Android. I've always said what it would think? be, I would, I think it'd be, well, Android users are a little weird. So. It's an interesting question. Yeah. Some of them are anti Apple, <laughs> especially given that we know that Apple's listening. <laughs> some of them, some of them are anti Apple. Android users are specifically, and I, I don't know, but I also know a lot of Android users that have Macs. Right. It goes both ways. Yeah. Right? And same with Windows too. Yeah. Right. So um, you know, Apple's had iTunes on Windows for, for years. Yeah. So yeah. It, I mean it would be interesting to see what would happen in the market if Apple decided to do that. Yeah. Let's talk just a little bit again about countries. Um the United States in our system over a hundred million. Um Canada. 8 million, United Kingdom, 8 million, Brazil, almost 8 million, Australia, almost 6 million. Mm -hmm. um, so our top, again, is United States, Canada, UK, Brazil, Australia, Germany, Japan, France, Czech Republic, this is a weird one, Russian Federation. Throw a country out there that you want to, well, let me go down to the lowest country. Let me go down to the lowest one. Uh, Antarctica, eight. <laughs> and that number goes up in the wintertime. Well, um, it, it, probably all listeners of my show, I've got a bunch of people that are subscribed to my podcast in, in Antarctica. I, well, really? a lot, but three or four. <laughs> Some the server down. Yeah, some scientists down there, they send me pictures from the ice and stuff. Right. <laughs> um, Palau is in here. Tonga. You know, Tonga. How many is in Tonga? Uh, 170. <laughs> Samoa, 176. Yeah. Who is the closest to 1,000? Aruba, just over 1,000. Oh, here we go. They're doing the uh, once a month 
fire tornado warning here run from not the next five minutes. I don't know if you can hear it or not. No, I haven't been. Yeah. Northern Mariana Islands, 1698. <laughs> Fiji, 2000. Um, that's where I'll, let's go to find China. Where's China in this stack? Oh, I got to go Apple. Because that was the one that was supposed to be the big jumper, right? Yeah, right. China to us is five figures. Is it? Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's in there. Yeah. So how many countries are in over 100,000? Seventy-five countries are over a hundred thousand downloads. That's a, that's pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. In one month. In right. one month. But the number of countries over over one million are not that many. Twelve, twelve or over a million. But a lot of them are close. A lot of those countries that are six figures are really, really close to a million. There's probably about 20 that are close to a million downloads per month. Again, these are downloads, folks. These are not unique users or anything like that. This is pure download. Yeah. So, Todd, I, I also noticed that uh, Spotify is now supporting HTML format in uh, show notes. Yeah. And they're kind of going against the spec. Right. And we've already gotten tickets on it. Yep. And we're kind of like, what do we do? Well, what Spotify needs to do is come up with their own namespace. Cause I'm not changing for them. Mm -hmm. I don't know. What do you guys think? Well, I'm a, I'm a little bit surprised that they did this, but, um, in some ways, just from a security standpoint, um, but no, yeah. then again, but then again, um, it's great that they are because it's going to make the show notes much more usable for them, mm -hmm. which will be of a value to the listeners. So I'm sure that they've had to ar architect some some security uh, walls in the back end of this, right? Because uh, that is an issue. Yeah, I see an article that came out about it in uh, you know on the Spotify blog. So if you wanted to go read more about it, it doesn't really address any kind of security topic, which they probably want to talk about. I'm waiting for a report to load. We've got a U.S. Metro report. It's basically the 299 or whatever the number is Nielsen Metro reporting areas. Oh. So I can go over once this loads the top. Oh, there it finally loaded. 
Uh, this should not come as a surprise. Here are the one, two, three, four, five, six. Well, it's going to be based on population. Yeah. So New York, New York, Los Angeles, San Francisco, Chicago, Washington, D.C., Seattle, Tacoma, Dallas, Fort Worth, Boston, Mass, Philadelphia. I'm going to load the full list here because there's actually some metro areas that did not. Okay, look, I, I got a map. I can probably, can I load the map and not? Yeah, uh, I mean, it would be significant if uh, a large metropolitan city doesn't show up in the list, you know what I'm saying? Or yeah. Show up, show up very high in the list. Oh, I can't show this without giving away everything. Uh, how can I do this? I can't. I can't show this without getting it. I can't block the screen. Maybe I can scrub the screen a little. That's what I need. Oops, now I don't want to move anything. All right, so I can put this up. Okay, I'm safe. <laughs> You're safe. I can hover. So in darker areas are, are more. So like here's LA County, 2.9 million. Over here, here's New York, New York, 3 million. And then we go over to some of these other areas, Phoenix, Salt Lake, up in the corner. Seattle, uh, hot spot around Minneapolis. So, and then um, Chicago, there you see it. The, yeah, Chicago's uh, again. Yeah. yeah, you can see it. But let me go back to the list. Did Atlanta show up high too? Let me uh, let me see the full list again. Let's see where Atlanta fell out. Well, it should show up on that map. Yeah, I, I, I closed the map. Well, let me go back to them. Let's see, see if I can actually find them where they fall in the stack. Uh, let me get the map. Yeah, like a Miami or a... Uh, uh, yeah, Atlanta. Atlanta, pretty big. You know, over a million. Right. Yep. Mm -hmm. I was going to tell you which one was the worst. I'm going to look at the list full list i'll tell you the worst metro area now if you live in glendive montana <laughs> glendive glendive that's a that's a nielsen area it's basically a region of area and they define it as glendive montana uh, that's probably not a good metro region to target <laughs> <laughs> if, okay um uh, believe it or not uh, jo uh, Juna is it Jonah, Juna, Alaska? Not too bad. Texas, Juno, Alaska. Juno yeah. yeah, Alaska. Yeah. Not too bad. San Antonio, not too bad. Um, another bad area, um, would be Alpena, Michigan. Not, not a lot of podcasts listening in, in Alpena, Michigan, or in that, that reporting area. Again, these are Nielsen reporting areas. It makes up a segment of, of, of areas. And it, um, where else? Where do we get above a million? Oh, not too bad. So let me go down here. Keep going down. Keep going down. Going down. Keep going down. So, like Kansas uh, City, like, Miami, like Dallas, Houston. Yeah, Kansas City, Miami, Nashville. Rally Durham, Tampa, all above a million. So, which one did you want to see here? I don't know if Houston is a. 
see, let me just look at Texas as a, a so Texas, um, let's see here. Dallas, Fort Worth, 2.6 million. Houston, Texas, 1.8 million. Austin, Texas, 1 million. San Antonio, 600,000. Waco, Temple, Bryan. Oh, that goes down to like 200,000. El Paso, 120,000. Tyler Longview, Texas, 120,000. Harlan, Texas, 100,000. Odessa, Midland, Texas, 80,000. And then it just goes down. It's, Texas is big, so it's got all these metro areas. Yeah. And if we go back up and look at California metros. Okay. Los Angeles, 3 million. San Francisco, just, no, 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 just under 3 million is the next one. I don't want to go there. So Todd, I'm yeah. looking at a report that was linked to off of pod news, uh, about the top 100 podcasts in, uh, Latin America, uh, South America. Yeah. And it shows the number one ranked podcast. um, had 802,000 downloads in one week. That's uh, in where? And uh, it doesn't say specifically what country it is. It's just a, a podcast that's in South America. Okay. Um, and that's that's the number one podcast in um, this ranking chart. I'm waiting for Brazil numbers to load. And number two is 566,000. Uh, average weekly downloads. And then a podcast from Wondery has 416,000 downloads. And it appears that these are um, Spanish language or Brazilian language. I can't tell. Yeah. So English or localized language. I'm having to do some quick math here. So hang on. But the network is Radios Grupo Globo is the network. And they show up in this list quite quite frequently with some large shows. So in Brazil, uh, oh, that's not the full list. Oh, my goodness. Because in Brazil, we've got 27 reporting areas. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm waiting for this. I was up to about 8 million in just my quick head count. Downloads for the month of June. Again, waiting for So let me go. Where, where, let me just on that. Uh, I got there. Now this report that I'm I'm referring to came from Trite and okay. the IAB. Yeah. So if I add all the rest of those in, because I was down to five digit area or six digit areas, let me go one. Uh, press. I, you know, I'm basically looking at about nine million downloads coming out of Brazil of what we measure a month. And Mexico. Let's look at Mexico. 
again, you just don't know if you're not measuring them, then you're not measuring them, right? So right. I'm just giving you what we have, and I don't, ha I don't have a list in front of me of what that makes up. But in Brazil, I got a heavy, heavy usage of power users, uh, power press users, because the plugin is translated to Portuguese. Mm -hmm. So we have a lot of people using it. Mexico, that's interesting. Um, our Mexico numbers are not that big. So I don't it know. also also shows in this uh, a report that the four weeks ending uh, July fifth, the top ten podcasts in Latin America saw a slump in downloads down over ten percent. Hmm. Yeah, I'm still waiting for this full list. Let me add this up. And we're starting to see more um, kind of content genre app platforms start to launch that are wanting wanting to support a certain genre of podcasts too. One launched. Uh, it's the world's first podcast app that is focused on learning and the edutainment segment, and they're launching with iOS and Android apps. Just to give you a comparison, Rob, we had like right. nine million in Brazil. Uh-huh. And okay. I'm I'm under three hundred thousand for Mexico. Oh wow. And that's total a big yeah, it's a big difference. So it just shows you we're not getting many people using our tools in Mexico. There's probably less podcast activity in Mexico uh, I, than or just they just south. don't or maybe they just don't use our service. You know. So it's hard it's it's hard to tell. Yeah. So yeah, I don't, I don't have access to the same numbers for for Lipson to compare. So yeah, and I'm 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 doing on. I'm getting more I'm I'm probably telling more than I've ever have on this show. So in the UK though, um, well that's impressive. I got 216 regions I report on in UK. Mm-hmm. Let me do some more math here. Uh, about nine, about nine million in the United Kingdom, and uh, the top region is Glasgow, followed by Manchester, which are neck and neck, Birmingham, Southwark, Hartford, Bristol, Surrey, Edinburgh City, Kent. We'll see what the smallest area in the UK is for podcast listenership. I'll load the full 216 areas. Oh boy. What? <laughs> like I said, there, there's, there's some there, in Ireland too. There, in that there, yeah. There's someone dumping. That's why they said Edinburgh, you know, Edinburgh is part of Scotland. Right. It's loading, 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 loading. Let's go all the way to the bottom. So the least number of <laughs> Orkney. Does anybody where know Orkney is is in UK? <laughs> Orkney has about a thousand. So yeah, Orkney and East Refn Refn. Oh my God, Renfrewshire Renfrewshire Wire. I'm the UK folks are wanting to beat up on me here. 
Ren for sure wire. Oh my god. Well, and, so. and next Wednesday, that's going to be the focus of the show. Is we're, we're going to talk about global podcasting. So this is probably okay. a good precursor yeah. for that. But what's amazing amazing is Glasgow is the biggest number in the UK, followed by Manchester, Birmingham, Southwark, Surrey, huh. yeah, and Essex. These are all things we've heard of in all this, uh, you know, the history, the the history yeah. of of Europe. We've heard that, you know a lot of cities there, or you know, regions there that are that are well known. Yep, right? yep. I don't know what what does London fall into. What I don't know. There's so probably the it's probably it's probably Glasgow's yeah right man, yeah. Well, I know that this new the podcast show that's being proposed in the the UK is in the Manchester area. I believe other podcast shows have always pretty much always been. Yeah. yeah. Now let's look at Canada's comparison here. Again, it's it's. Crunching. Angel's going to call me a Monday. What were you doing in stats over the weekend? <laughs> yeah, you spun up all our servers. <laughs> spun, over the up the, spun up all the, not spun up everything. Driving up our, our, our bill. <laughs> <laughs> but I was in there. Um, I had some other projects going on. I was in there middle of the week last week for almost a whole day. And <laughs> what are you doing? Uh, um, pulling data and building reports and, you know, just like, you know, we're just talking about this now. It's the, you know, the curiosity killed the cat. Right. So, you know, oh, the, yeah. our audience is kind of You're probably like, killing a cat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So <laughs> let me do a, the math on Canada. Well, Ontario, our, our research has always shown that the, the West coast of Canada has always been the highest consumer of yeah, Ontario by double. Ontario. Yeah. That's on the east. Ontario, about 4 million. British Columbia, around 2 million. Alberta, really? 1.5 million. Quebec, under a million. That's so, interesting. Yeah. At least for us, you know, again, it depends on who is the, you know, well, the clients. That yeah. You the have clients. Yeah. Platform. It's really, that's what it boils down to. What's the lowest? Uh, the Northwest Territory. Uh, no. New Nun Nunavut N U N A V U T with six hundred forty six. <laughs> but that's the you know the the province that is the lowest. Probably the least population too. I'm sure Northwest Territories about eight thousand. Yukon Territories about twelve thousand. Prince Edward Island fourteen thousand. I um, think that Edison Research was per capita. Oh not total consumption. you're looking at total consumption. i'm just looking at downloads right yeah right. total total download consumption yeah for the month and i believe that the ontario and toronto cities are 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 the biggest cities yeah i don't know which province toronto fits under um well it's the closest to the u.s that's for sure yeah so somebody i'm going to google here which province is toronto in I think it's Alberta. No, it's in Ontario. Duh. I should have known that. Let me go back to the where's my report. Ontario. Oh yeah, Ontario's number one. Right. Yeah. So Toronto. There yeah. is. Yeah. 
is driving that number. Yep. And Toronto's always had a good podcast preference or podcast. Uh... Yeah, I've done, I've done speaking gigs in Toronto for podcasts. So it's a, it's a pretty hot area for the mm-hmm. media. Let's see if I can figure out, I've got a day-to-day report here, see how long it takes this thing to load. I can tell you what the, at least in June, I've got the July data, but I've been, I, you know, just thought of, uh, for some reason I hit June when I loaded this, but let's see what the most popular data publish a podcast was on. If I can even tell. Oh yeah, this was taking a while. So I don't know. We're at the global conference, you know, when they're talking about doing this big deal and letting you think they can really pull six thousand people in the environment that we're in today. Well, it's it's gonna be in what, mid twenty twenty one. Right. So it's not like coming up in the next couple months. So um hopefully, you know, we have a vaccine in the next, you know, six months. Well, uh, I'm predicting that- October. <laughs> Really? <laughs> well, that's what all the news people are saying. It's the October surprise. We'll have a vaccine. Well, I was surprised when they said that they're already manufacturing large well, quantities. Yeah, they said they were going to do that from the very beginning. That was very early on. They I said, said that that's a risky move. Isn't it? Well, they said, hey, whatever, like the top three or four vaccine candidates, the U.S. government funded those companies, say, you're in trials, your first trials are through, let's go ahead and mass produce. And then wow. it's a race to finish. So these companies have already won. That's, well, I, just say, I mean, what if it doesn't work? <laughs> they, they burn it or destroy it. Yeah, right? that's, yeah. But if you think about it, it's a smart strategy. And yeah, it is, it is. I guess it, it's getting ahead of the game, right? Yeah, because that way you don't have to ramp up manufacturing. Now, right. and again, and then they're going to say they're... There. They're going to have a priority list of who gets it when, you know, they're going to say probably first responders, doctors, nurses, they'll probably get it first. Right. People right. at risk second. Right. And, and then and the rest of us. If it has some, some benefit, even a lesser benefit, if it can be proved at least to be safe, right? I think that's that, the key. That, that's, the, that's the lowest bar hurdle that it has to but get over. I've got friends, Rob, that say they're not taking the vaccine. I got people that are anti vax and people that I never would have thought were anti-vax say they're not going to take the vaccine. You know, I, when I was in the Navy over 25 years, I, I, I had anthrax put in me. I, I had, tw- I, I got shot full of everything. So, right. I mean, every, everything, I had no choice. Step up here, young man. And, you know, hit me with a gun, Right, right. you know, and you stand in a line with 300 people are going bang, bang. You know, they're using a, injection system that uses air to shoot the thing into your arm those are no fun i'd rather take a needle but you know pop 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 and then you know yeah i'm gonna take it you know i've taken some i think i could drink gasoline so i don't try that at home you don't want to go there (laughs) you know i don't hardly have any allergies whatsoever so you know fired up let's go but I know there's, I know there's people that I know say, nope, 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 nope. I'm not taking. Oh, did it load? It's trying to load. Or did what I kill it? Last 30, the trend, the, the trending uh, chart. Oh, I may have killed it. Well, we'll see. 
Hey, Mike, if you're watching, if we start getting tech support requests because stats are down, it's my fault. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's Todd's not, pushing too many buttons. It's not going to give it to me. Oh, there's yeah. a. So I'm looking at our totals here. And let's go back to September. I really shouldn't announce these totals. So. Between December and January, we saw a significant increase in consumption on our, on our system. Why? I don't know. But in February, it, see, we didn't see a drop. I, I'm just looking at our totals, and everyone said that they saw, you know, it, it really, March, it actually... April was a little bit lower than March. February, May numbers, record highs. June, just a little drop. July, it, the averages are running. I, I just don't see. Okay, so I can show this screen. Here is a, here's the past. Yeah, I can show this screen. Because there's no numbers on it. And if, as long as I don't hover, I don't get fired. Here's the past 12 months of consumption in our system from a chart standpoint. Now, here's, here's two years. So. Pretty steady. It also per, doesn't show yeah. a big increase either. No. But again, we've got just like everyone else, we got shows that quit and you know, oh, new yeah. ones coming There's, in out. Yeah. Right. So Yeah. I mean that's not necessarily too unusual to see that kind no. of pattern in the podcast. I think a lot of people have this thought that the whole industry is just exploding, but you know, I think it's it's all perception. Yeah. It's just steadily growing. Yeah. And there were some IEB adjustments in there amongst all that data too. So Right. 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 Which didn't help the 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 pattern there. I think the the big dip that you saw there was probably the IAB adjustment, right? Yeah, let me. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> right. right. Yeah, I'm looking at the timeline. So, so if you are curious to see about this show that's being proposed in the UK, if you wanted to go check it out, it's at the podcast show London. Dot com and it's set for may 26th through the 27th 2021 so that kind of aligns with a you know a spring time frame for live events coming back i know um i think the general consensus is that it's probably coming back in that spring and early summer time frame is when we'll see it come back right again depending on what happens right if we get this uh, under control but it may be a little bit, um, um, you know, this event is trying to get 6,000 people to show up. That would make it the world's largest podcast. Yeah. If they pull it off. But, but then again, Chris Kermissos is shooting for 100,000. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it'd be hard to hold on to that. I guess it'd be virtual versus. Right. 
real world, but it, it does look like um, that they've got partners signed up. They got Spotify is the lead sponsor of that. Um, the BBC is a partner. ACAST, Audio Boom are, are sponsors of this show already. Right. So, well, but we shall see. Audio Boom's got the big cash. That big cash to, I guess to spend so. around. Where are you guys at? There. Oh, with, with this show? <laughs> no. Where's Libsyn at in sponsoring? You guys got the big oh. cash. Um, <laughs> I can't say anything. I think that there's, well, I think that there's some, some hesitation, I think, in getting on board with any real world event right now. Right. You know, I think that there's like, mm, it's, it's a gamble. Mm-hmm. You know? I mean, it is in London, so it's a pretty significant commitment. Right. I'd want some so. sort of refund. If it doesn't happen, I want guarantee of getting my money back and all that stuff too. Right. You know, we're starting to look at that now as a, you know, if you don't have the event. Yeah. I mean, it's probably smart that they're, they're starting to promote it, get people involved in it now. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, that gives them lots of time to promote it and get people aware of it. I mean, it is a first year event. Right. So, so it'll be interesting. Yeah. Believe it or not, Rob, we are at the bottom. Yes, we are. Yep. Outstanding. So, uh, anyway, uh, everyone, thanks for being here. Thanks for being part of our family. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Yeah. We definitely appreciate it. Joining us, and we'll be back again on Wednesday from uh, the PodFest Global Summit on on Wednesday at 2.30. Eastern. Yep. Till four four thirty in that time frame. And it's gonna be uh, a show talking about global podcasting. I've already got uh Mr. James Cridlin's gonna join us from Brisbane, uh, down in Australia. He's calling it like four in the morning or something like that. So he's having to get up early. But I hope to have a few other folks um uh, from various places around the world that can call in. Yep. Uh I've got a guy that looks like he's interested in calling in from um, Malaysia to talk about the podcasting space in in Asia. Yep. And if we can get uh, you know a person out of the UK to mm-hmm. join us too, I think we can have a good uh, roundtable discussion about what's happening in podcasting outside of the US. Yep. So, so anyway. Okay. Hey everyone, thanks so much for being here. Thanks for being part of our family. Everyone take care. And uh, Todd at Blueberry.com at Geek News on Twitter. And uh, I'm on Twitter uh, at Rob Greenlee, and that's with two E's. And you can send me an email if you want, robg at Lipson.com. All right, everybody. Thanks for being here. We'll see you next time on the New Media Show. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye.